This week on MXPB, we talk Dragon Ball Z. Plus, Nintendo news and Spider-Man in the Matrix. Don't go away, MXPB starts now. Hello and welcome to the Morning XP Boost, where your hosts Tox and Glitch, and we're here to give you the experience points you need to level up and get through your week. Glitch, what do you say to that? Do you remember Clippy? How could I forget? And his long appendage pointing at me, telling me how to write my Word document. Stupid paperclip, I know how to write my document. But do you know how to save? I can show you easily how to save your document today. I would like nothing more than for something to take the focus away from what I'm doing, jump in front of my face, and show me something I already know how to do. Oh, and you forgot the little... Oh, I didn't realize there was a sound. There's a sound, too? I think there there was, yeah. He he used to make like this weird squeaky noise, like... It's kind of when like he was Navi. pointing. Yeah. yeah. Like, like Navi and Ocarina of Time. She's like, yeah. hey, listen. <laughs> Follow me. Press, press top C to look around. <laughs> press control S to save. Do you need to get under this log? Clippy can help. <laughs> press C while going forward. How did you know that I feel like crawling under a log and just staying there right now? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> uh, oh. Yeah. Good times. Man. This week, we're going to talk about history and news and what we're playing and all that stuff. So, uh, Glitch, what are you playing? I uh, So, I was playing uh, Tiny Tina's Wonderlands, but uh, I'll tell you that the content post-game, uh, I've done two playthroughs, two different uh, type of characters. Um, it, it's, it's honestly, it's gotten kind of sour, so I've moved on mm. today is may the 4th may the 4th be with you tox uh, may the 4th be with you too my friend thank you so uh i decided to jump into lego star wars um force awakens i don't have the new one yet because i went with tiny tina's but i've heard it's really good um yes. i'm really excited to jump in and i hadn't played force awakens on console i played it on game boy um so I, I really wanted to give this a shot and kind of give myself a jumping point to see, you know, what what is everybody clamoring about that's making this new Star Wars game so incredible? Um, so I wanted to kind of start with The Force Awakens, and I'm having fun with that right now. So what are you playing? Awesome. Awesome. I want to play more Lego Star Wars. I also have a different Lego Star Wars game. Maybe The Force Awakens? I'm not sure which one. I think it's like something else but not the new one so that's my story (laughs) uh but i am playing finally after a good long while of talking about this game we've talked about it on this show a few times and always been like oh yeah i want to play that dragon ball z kakarot the dbz action adventure rpg game that came out like uh like two years ago or something almost two years ago now it's been a minute, uh, has some DLC, obviously, and I'm playing it, man. I'm really doing it. It's good. 
So um, tell me a little bit about it. What do you do? Do you customize a character? I know it's a, like a DBZ RPG, correct? Yeah, yeah. So it goes through Dragon Ball Z, sort of start from fi- start to finish, all the different sagas and episodes. Uh, so you start with the Saiyan saga, right? Raditz comes, you defeat Raditz, then Vegeta and Nappa come, you fight them. And then there's the Android saga, your Cell saga, you get the androids, you got Trunks from the future, you got Cell, all that good stuff. And then Did- there's the Majin Buu saga, which is currently where I'm about to start. I uh, my wife been- my wife went out of town, so I spent 25 hours this past <laughs> was, week playing this s- game. I was going to say, sounds like you've been grinding, buddy. I just played it all weekend, <laughs> every day after work, and it's really good. I I have mixed feelings about it originally because uh, it's an RPG, like an action RPG, but. The main thing about the game is fighting. And I had kind of shied away from other Dragon Ball Z games like the Budokai series because they're just fighting games. And I'm not, a, you know, I'm not that interested in fighting games. Um, I wanted more story. And this game has all the story. And I'd say it has a really good pace too. you know, Dragon Ball Z, especially the anime is sort of notorious for having a very slow pace. <laughs> And full episodes of characters just screaming and, you know, powering up or like shooting the same energy beam at each other. Uh, And there is plenty of that, but I feel like the pace of the story moves very quickly. And even though (laughs) I almost feel like it's annoying, but it's almost like nostalgic at the same point because they they have like sort of unnecessary like delays in other ways in the game. Like there's a ton of loading screens. And so it's kind of like, uh, yeah, it wouldn't be Dragon Ball Z unless I was looking at a static image for 30 seconds for no reason. Um, and also sometimes, you know, the side quests are sort of, uh, arbitrary or the dialogue can sometimes, um, you know, just be sort of fluff. But overall, I would say it's got a very good pace and the voice acting is very good, very true to the original anime. Uh, all the characters, their attitudes really shines through in their voices. It's it's so much fun. Uh, and the battle system is very good, I think. It's very Ooh. fun once you figure it out. I don't know if I fully figured it out yet, even. But uh, that would be one criticism is that it's like, Without that, there's like tutorials that pop up and sort of tell you, but don't show you or tell you exactly how to do the thing. They just tell you, you can do the thing. And you're like, okay, I guess I should try to figure that out. (laughs) And the first battles are all very easy. I'd say another criticism is probably the variability in the difficulty. Even I'm just, I'm on the one difficulty setting, which you can change, but it's like the first battles are so easy you can just press circle the whole time and you will win <laughs> and not take that much damage. And you won't even notice that your damage carries from battle to battle, which it does. So you don't have to manage like your health really at all with healing items or whatever, because every time you level up, you uh, your health goes to full health. And early on in the game, every battle you fight, you level up because you're such a low level, you get the experience, <laughs> you level up right away. You know how that goes I, right i, I used to yeah. take advantage of that with pokemon because every time you'd level yeah. up your pokemon 
you'd get full health on your Pokemon. And yeah, I used to take advantage of that. <laughs> yeah. So like when that happens, it's like the whole bonus. aspect of, yeah, it's bonus. It's good. And yeah. I appreciate now at the later stages where it's like been a tough battle and then it's like, oh, good. It's a free heal. But in the early on, I'm just like, yeah, no need to heal ever. And they're super easy. And then freaking Raditz, man. The very first like boss fight, uh, you know, Raditz, the, the Saiyan lands on Earth at power level, you know, 500 or whatever. And, and then there's all those memes about, oh, his power level is 5000, right? This arbitrary <laughs> power level <laughs> number that they're so obsessed with in the in the early in the Saiyan saga. Uh, oh, I forgot Frieza. Frieza, too, is also in there. Um, but anyways, Raditz is so difficult. I don't know if I did something wrong, but especially where I was at and compared to the other battles before it, I must have died a dozen times during that battle. <laughs> and I was actually quite frustrated. What made but, that particular battle more difficult than the, the previous ones? Was it just a huge jump in difficulty or... It's just a huge jump in difficulty. Right? He had way more health and his moves were a lot more sophisticated. It was not easy to dodge. I mean, now that I've played for so long, if I went back and played it, I'm sure it would be easier. But also, um, you know, like in any RPG, you can kind of, as like Pokemon, for example, you can overlevel yourself. So that's like, yeah. you know, you're just way stronger than the character at that point in the chapter. Um, were you able to is, go somewhere and like grind or was he like, cause I know, um, there's some games where they'll yeah. like, you can grind and over level over a boss. And then there's yeah. some levels where you'll like, you'll be able to grind over this boss, but this is like a different tier of boss. And he's always going to be one, two or three levels above you when you go in. Is it one of those type of scenarios or? I don't think it's scales like that. I think okay. it's just where I was in the game. Um, maybe they had expected me to do more like adventuring and leveling and exploring than I had because I wasn't as like under leveled, I think. Okay. Uh, so it was a little bit weird. And then it's like the adventuring side quests are like kind of fun. You get the, you get, you get to round out like all the DBZ characters and side stories. And, you know, there's like, 150 200 episodes of the anime right and so there's all this stuff that happens in the anime that doesn't happen in the main story of the game but some of it plays out in various ways in the side quests which is fun but a lot of that stuff is just filler anyways so i'd say the side quests are not super compelling to like go and like level up um also at the beginning of the game i have no idea what i'm doing so it's not even clear like how much i should be doing this how you know, there's a skill tree, there's a commute, there's a whole bunch of mechanics, right, that are just totally foreign. And so, like, maybe if you had used those as intended from the start, it would have been easier, but it was hard. <laughs> now, with the game, so there's there's some pretty, like, iconic places in the Dragon Ball Z series. Are you able yeah. to kind of explore? Is it open world? Can I, yeah. can I play as sweet baby goku and wander around the village of my youth <laughs> yeah you can uh go to all the places right the story literally follows the 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 game literally follows the story like 
uh, the main plot points anyways, like scene for scene. So it, in that sense, it's really fun because it's a nice shorter way to experience those stories than trying to watch all the animes and definitely more interesting and more engaging. And yeah, you can run around the different areas. New areas will unlock. So you have to travel to them, load screen, then you're there. It's not like big seamless world, but the areas are fairly large and you can move around freely uh, and then, you know, new things appear at different points throughout the game that you can go and do. You could do side quests, you collect stuff. You can hunt and fish and cook, of course. Uh, you can do all that stuff. And and it's kind of neat how they wove the story in because, like, there's that freedom element. And then there's certain checkpoints. It's like, okay, you know, talk to me when you're ready to go. And then you go and then you're sort of on a more fixed track going through the story and you have probably fewer opportunities to do that leveling that you were talking about that grinding. But even still, they do a good job of like, you know, it seems a little awkward at first. So it's like, you're watching a cutscene, and it's like, we're going to battle. And then instead of going into the battle, it kicks you into the overworld and you have to like walk three steps forward to start the battle. But it actually is plays of like, crucial it has a crucial role and that is allowing you to access the menu and you know update your skill tree reconfigure this thing called the community board which gives you buffs eat a meal which gives you buffs you know do that kind of strategic stuff before you start the battle yeah you gotta eat your uh oh what's the the golden fruit that zelda eats and it gives him like plus 28 hearts what was that called the Oh, he eats like truffles or something, right? Or oh yeah, so there was truffles which give you shield, but then there's oh. these um, these like golden fruits that you could get from like the uh, uh, there's like a beachy type area on the island. Yeah, and you could go shake trees and get those, and then uh, it would I give you like twenty eight hearts. Again. There's so many things in Breath of the Wild, <laughs> right? <laughs> I feel like I'll experience a fraction of it. I um yeah, I got. What you said kind of like really reminded me of that because like I I did the full playthrough and then I did like an abridged playthrough. Tox, I played through probably like two hours and I went straight to Ganon and whooped him because I knew where to find the... Speedrunner, (laughs) hey! Yeah, um, I went, I got those fruit like I that give you 28 hearts. I went and found the mushrooms that give you like the insane shield bonus and then i got there's also like a fish that gives you like crazy attack bonuses so i made and cooked as much stuff as i possibly could over the fire (laughs) i went to this place that's basically like an armory loaded up on the best weapons i could find and i went and kicked ganon's butt (laughs) it was pretty awesome actually nice yeah that's great it was. It was really cool, actually. I I didn't think I was going to be able to pull it off, but as soon as I was able to make it, because you start with, like, two hearts, and that yeah. is not, like, lightning That's not kills. enough. <laughs> it's not. So, like, once I got to the place where the fruit was that gave me, like, 28 hearts, I knew, like, I had it in the bag. I was like, okay, I can win now. I can, I can play. Nice. You do actually yeah. get, like, experience and levels in legend of zelda it's just not like overt but that's really cool mm-hmm. that you did that yeah, yeah i don't know. great game obviously dbz kakarot 
Oh, yeah. And it was on sale for $18. That's why I got it. <laughs> so and that's I a bought new it. release too, yeah. right? It's like two years old. Oh, it's two. Uh, yeah, that's newish. Yeah. It, I mean, the past two <laughs> years basically are all a blur, so it might <laughs> yeah. as well be a new release. Okay. Uh, I had already bought it on Steam also on sale previously, but uh, as I think I've mentioned before, I just do not play games on my PC, so I got oh, it on the PlayStation. At least until your Steam Deck arrives. Yeah, right. I'm going to borrow yours. <laughs> there you go. In six years when I finally get one. <laughs> yeah. Do you have a like an expected date or no. anything? No. 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 Okay. One year. Okay. Or tomorrow. Who knows? We'll see. Who knows? Uh, so I did also go down <laughs> a Dragon Ball rabbit hole. Like, uh, like I really enjoyed experiencing the story again. And I never really read the manga, so I may or may not have gone on Amazon and gotten the complete Dragon Ball and Dragon Ball Z. Oh, very nice. When will that be arriving or has it already? So the DBZ, they split it into Dragon Ball and Dragon Ball Z, which if you're curious, because I know you are, (laughs) are it's basically one continuous story from Dragon Ball and then through Dragon Ball Z. But in the US, in the West, they split it. Um, so in Japan, it's kind of like one continuous series and numbered as such. Uh, but here in the good old West, um, it's two series. So I got the Dragon Ball Z box set, English manga, uh, like a day after I ordered it, which was awesome. I got it. And it's a little bit bigger than I thought it would be. I thought, <laughs> oh, this is easy. I just put this on the shelf. And I'm like, Okay, it's 26, you know, manga books and a a really cool box, really cool art. Give me a little poster and a little uh, pamphlet with like fun facts. And uh, there's another box set of 16. So hopefully a little bit smaller for the Dragon Ball series version portion of the series. All right. And that comes next week. I always kind of so I watched... um, Uh, I'll tell you how it was broken up in my head. So (laughs) growing up, like the baby Goku series was always on. And then um, at some point, yeah, yeah, Dragon Ball, baby Goku series. And then you had the Dragon Ball big boy series. So that's how I kind of differentiate between the two, because it kind of seems like if you're watching the show um, and there's some gaps where I didn't watch for a little while because I was watching something else, probably like Batman the Animated Series or oh, Justice that was Good, right? Or the or the <laughs> yeah. Justice League from like the '90s. I watched that too. Um, you know, while eating some tapioca tapioca pudding after school. Gross. Anyway, Aww. hey, that's what we had. So, <laughs> I I went from like baby Goku to adult Goku, like full grown. I've got awesome hair Goku. Was there ever like awkward teenage Goku or was that not a thing? <laughs> Did the series just well, kind of split? So I didn't, wa- I like only caught a few episodes of Dragon Ball myself back okay. in the day. So I don't know, but they do make these jumps throughout the series where a few years or more pass. I feel so, like they yeah. did. I feel like they he went did. from awesome little kid Goku that was pretty cool for a kid to I'm a full grown adult, possibly in my mid to mid twenties to early thirties Goku. And 
I can kick some booty and I might die soon. That Goku. Goku's oh. always dying. There's and, like <laughs> Yeah, and then like then I feel like there's one last break. So in, in the US we have sweet baby Goku, then we have full grown adult Goku, and then we have dead Goku. I think that's the three different series that we got. <laughs> Yeah, so Goku is, like, a dead a lot in Dragon Ball Z, actually, it turns out. (laughs) Like, it's been really fun to play through, like, the game and be like, oh, yeah, this is what happens, and this is the order that it happens in. Because, like you said, you know, when things were on TV on a schedule and in syndication, you catch whatever episode is on, and you just kind of jump in the middle. And so, like, seeing it actually play out in the sequence that it's supposed to play out is really interesting. Uh, Like, Goku dies right away in the Saiyan saga, uh, spends most of that time dead. Um, then he gets wished back and helps sort of defeat the Saiyans and Frieza. He doesn't die. A bunch of other people die instead, defeats Frieza. Um, then Android saga, he dies again, fighting cell. And then Gohan kind of takes over and then gets kind of like Gohan focused, I think from there on. But, uh, Ooh, screensaver. Okay. Gohan. Yeah. So, yeah. There's a lot of there's a lot of stuff, and it's fun to play and be reminded of that stuff. And now I guess I'm gonna read the manga too. Mm-hmm. And uh, Boo wears a diaper, doesn't he? Yeah, Fat Boo. Fat Boo. <laughs> Love it. The I need form. To, I need yeah, to watch. Boo's forms are definitely the best, right? Yeah. Like all the. Characters have different forms. But Big diaper boo. You got sweet baby Goku, full grown adult Goku, and dead Goku. You got parachute pants boo. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Parachute. Form. Oh, that's right. You got parachute. We should turn uh, the DBZ characters into like Pokemon. Like parachute yeah, right. pants to diaper to... <laughs> isn't there one where he's like insanely obese? Like the last form where he's basically dead. I forget. I Actually, will tell I you think, next week when I think I've spent he dies. another 25 hours. I think he's also got a dead version. I think they may all have dead Everyone versions. Dies. Everyone, Everyone dies. dies in Dragon and, Ball and Dragon Ball yeah, Z. They all have, and then they all have like a dead, super overpowered version that may or may not be able to interact with the world around them. Or maybe they carefully choose. I gotta say when and when that not to. yeah, the after the <laughs> depiction of the afterlife, what they call the other world in Dragon Ball Z, is really it's really cool. Yeah. I think it's loosely based. A lot of it is a lot of Dragon Ball Z source material is from like Japanese mythology, loosely based on Japanese mythology, the, the, the monkeys and the, uh, the other world, I think in particular. And, uh, it's kind of hard to understand the rules and especially like in the game where things are sort of abridged, it's like halfway through the game. They're like, Oh yeah, and remember, people can only be brought to life by the Dragon Balls, uh, brought back to life by the Dragon Balls once. You can't do it twice. So if you're dead, you're dead. I'm like, oh, okay, that's like a new rule you just introduced, but all right, whatever. <laughs> or like they go in the hyperbolic time chamber to train where it's like you go in this room and a day passes in the real world, but a year passes in the room, so you can sp- like get a year's worth of training in a day. And you're like, oh, that's cool. I don't know why they're not just like always in there whenever they need to train, but I guess you can only go in there twice or for two days of your life or something. So I was just like, what? Huh. Oh. <laughs> there are rules. Okay. It's just like you don't get 
to know what they are until it's convenient for the plot. <laughs> well, Tox, I saw on our social media that, um, how's your Pokemon t-shirt subscription going? Uh, <laughs> I totally <laughs> forgot about it. And then I got one and I was like, <laughs> worth it. Still worth it. For 20 bucks or whatever. Happy it's an awesome birthday, Pikachu t-shirt. <laughs> I know, right? Like, this is definitely something that I had planned to cancel right away. Uh, <laughs> Which, by the way, I realize this, I'm sure everyone knows, but if you don't, public service announcement, if you subscribe to something and it's like a free trial um, and you don't intend to pay for it, you don't want to get charged for it when the trial expires, uh, most of the time, just cancel it right away. Like, subscribe and cancel. And usually, if it's a reputable source, uh you know, you'll be able to use the free trial. And then when the free trial ends, you won't get charged. It'll be canceled effective of the free trial date, which is what we all wanted in the first place, right? We don't want that sneaky charge. Do you know what I do? I don't know. Uh, I'm afraid <laughs> to tell me. No. So um, I used to do that all the time with like the magazine thing. You know how you'd get like free magazine trials from video stores? Magazines. Uh-huh. Yeah. They'd be like, oh, you can get five months for free or a year for free with these magazines. I'd be like, oh, okay. Yeah, I'll do that. And then what I would do a lot of times is I would go on my phone and I would set a calendar reminder and possibly even an alarm to remind me to cancel it on the day before the renewal takes place or the week before the renewal takes place. Mm. Yeah. It's a good use so, of your alarms. Yeah. yeah. So it would, it would always prompt me and I'd be like, Oh, well I'll just do it right now. I would also like add, cause you know how you can have like notes. I would add the website and stuff to go to in my login because you're never going to remember your login and you're never going to remember the website. Like, who do I cancel mm. this through? And then what I would do so is, because they give you that little pamphlet that has all that information on there, I would throw the pamphlet away, and now all the info was right there in my phone. Glorious. Thank you for that pro tip. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Or you could just do what you do and cancel the next day or right after you start it up. Cancel right away. Um, well... So, uh, should we talk about video games uh, stuff we, now? We can. Are we going to go back in time? Uh, let's do it. You like that compound sound effects transition? You know I do. It gets me going every time. <laughs> Talks, what nice. year is it, man? Where are we? What year is it? What's going on? You know, How are you? I was looking at the history this week, and... Uh, not a ton of stuff stood out to me, so it's kind of a grab bag, some of mm -hmm. which I haven't played, but in 2002, I know this was a popular one, so I'm curious if you ever experienced it on Cinco de Mayo in 2002 for the PC, MapleStory uh, came out. Did you ever get on the MapleStory hype train? I've never even heard of it. <laughs> really? you never heard of it? <laughs> no. I feel like it was super popular. It's a free-to-play uh, online RPG Oh. And uh, that's uh, all I know about it. <laughs> In 2002, I would have been playing a lot of Jedi Knight. Um, mm. And let's see here, probably some Star Wars Online. And uh, lot, lots and lots and lots of Half-Life. 2002. Mm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I guess I was playing Counter-Strike. 
Yeah. But anyways, it's a cool game. Check it out. Uh, let's move on to 2007. <laughs> let's do it. <laughs> you want to introduce it? We Spider-Man 3. Ah. Wee. Did you play this one? Yeah. Is this yeah, the one I I'm thinking this of? One. Uh, this is, okay, so this is Spider-Man 3 as in like the Tobey Maguire movies, Spider-Man yeah. 3. So you get emo Spider-Man's outfit without emo Spider-Man's dancing in the streets. <laughs> <laughs> Which, uh, yeah, Spider-Man 3 was by far the worst of those awful Tobey Maguire movies. Um, but the game was really fun. And we've talked about Spider-Man a bunch on this podcast, more modern games. Um, this was the first one that I played probably one of the first ones in the Spider-Man video game series that was more open world. Mm -hmm. And so the, the world was actually designed, you know, it's actually Manhattan. You can go on the streets, you can go on top of the buildings. It's actually, you know, modeled after Manhattan in as much detail as the Wii could support, which was some detail. And you had the swinging mechanics and with the Wii, you know, you had their nunchuck, uh, and the, is the nun you have the which one's the nunchuck? You have the remote and yeah, the, the remote and the nunchuck. Yeah, and the nunchuck. Yeah. yeah, you have the two things you hold in your hands, swinging your hands around. You're like flipping this way, flipping that way. You know, using your gesticulating with your arms to do the flip if you want. Um, and it was really fun, and it was really the thing that hooked me on the Spider-Man video games. And I was so sad that after this. Uh, they all left Nintendo and became PlayStation exclusives as uh, Sony sort of uh, owned, owned, continued owned to own, owned, owned did. did, owned did really Spider-Man. locked down. Yeah, they bought the rights yeah. to Spider-Man movies and like there's always been this, ever since there's been this weird like Sony, now there's a Sony Marvel like partnership as they realized that Marvel is has the secret Midas touch in making movies and money. Um, so they kind of just let Marvel do it, but they still, I think have some of the movie rights. It's like a weird, weird thing. That's uh unless your movie is titled Morbius, I think. Oh, rip. Wow. I, I wanted that to be good. <laughs> I didn't even know there was a Morbius, a movie for Morbius, the, yeah. va- the vampire, right? Yeah. And it, it flopped bad. It flippity flopped. It well, flippity flopped. Uh, Jared Leto have, is Morbius, actually. Well, who? Jared Leto is Morbius. Oh, yeah, okay, that's not Jay Leno. Not Jay. Yeah, comedian. that would be. It, the movie may have done better. More people would have gone to <laughs> see it. Right. What? Jay Leno is Morbius? They cast yeah, him as a Marvel. Check out my cars. Yeah. 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 <laughs> okay, uh, we're gonna. We're going to talk about uh, some news on the night show. <laughs> <laughs> Love that impression. Yeah. Morbius. Uh, In theaters. Mor- 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 Morbius. <laughs> they have, um, what's his name though? Wesley Snipes' vampire character. Yeah. Now. And he actually, I mean, that, sh- that movie series actually did pretty well. And then they introduced um, the third one with Ryan Reynolds and, uh, oh man. What was her? What is her name? The nice lady that's married to Justin Timberlake. I don't know these things. Well, yeah, she's in it too. Great movie series. Blade. Yeah. Blade. Blade. There we go. <laughs> like, what the it's heck are we talking about? Uh, yeah. All right. 
then if we move on to tooth are you done with spider-man 3 email man uh, just get me out of here <laughs> all right 2009 pc 55 cinco de mayo again we've got crisis maximum edition far cry and i guess the cry engine was also released or updated. yeah no, no, those are those are private notes you're supposed oh. to set the quiet part out loud <laughs> oh crisis maximum edition was released yeah crisis <laughs> yeah crisis oh oh we, play, we talked about okay. crisis a few times i get What's cry your... engine um far cry yeah. they use the same engine back in yes. the day gotcha and they love using the cry in the name they That's do the connection <laughs> um yeah and now the crisis trilogy is available on nintendo switch somehow there i feel go. like i remember they made a huge deal about running the first crisis on the switch and then i feel like they sleeper release the trilogy on there like without saying yeah. anything crazy yeah glad to They're hear it's doing like well that. though yeah uh 2017 near automata near uh <laughs> i'm gonna let you go with that i don't know you just want to say the name so i'm gonna let you say the name because yes, I, I don't know how to say it <laughs> okay so how do you say it well, I, I make. I gotta need to make my font size bigger for this because. <laughs> Did uh, you have to like look up the pronunciation? Automata, near no. automata. But this caught my yeah. What? So it's near automata, right? It's this okay, fantasy yeah. RPG series. Automata. I played the most recent one on PlayStation Now streaming, and I did not enjoy it, so <laughs> I stopped playing it. But it looked really cool action rpg favorite kind of rpg go around this fantasy world there's like robots and stuff hence the automata i think you're a robot some kind of warrior cool ninja moves but anyways uh that was a good experience for me with playstation now streaming because i got to try a game that i wouldn't have otherwise tried and i didn't like it and i hadn't bought it bought bought i hadn't purchased it uh so i felt like a thrifty consumer and i stopped playing it but the name of this version from 2017 is near colon automata dash 3C3C1D1194409279. Are you kidding? That's what it says in the notes document. <laughs> Good for so, them. Uh, Good for them. Yeah. I mean, the whole thing is kind of like this cyberpunk aesthetic where it's like, this is a computer program or a robot, an Android or something. And so it has like weird characters and long serial numbers. So I just love that. That's part of the title. All so right. Then uh, <laughs> maybe we'll just mosey on down the road here to 2021. What do you see? Yeah. 2021. I felt obliged to put this in here because that was just last year. And mm -hmm. for the PlayStation four, the PlayStation five, the Xbox Series X and the Xbox One. Tox, this Resident was a big Evil release. Village. Resident Oops, Evil I Village. Yeah, no, this was a big release. I was trying to hype it up. I was trying to be your hype man. I know. I yeah. I spoiled the hype. It's all right. Resident I'm Evil sorry. Village. This had a Lady Dimitrescu, is it? Yeah, and another difficult name. Yeah, I will tell you this. When... When browsing Twitter right after this game came out, I don't know where this came from, Tox, but everyone was begging Lady Dimitrescu to step on them. I don't know what that means, but 
everyone desperately wants Lady Dimitrescu to step on them. So like a weird sex thing. <laughs> maybe it is, but uh, <laughs> I don't know. Like it would be like a picture of her like doing the thing where she like in the trailer, she like walks under a door. She puts her hand in the door jam. And mm. um, I remember like it would be like the eye emoji and then be like, <laughs> step on me, queen. I was like, what does this even mean? <laughs> okay. Nice. Um, yeah, the p- internet produces some <laughs> funny things every once in a while. Yeah. So apparently getting stepped on is something that everyone wants from Lady Dimitrescu. She's very tall. She's a very tall lady. Yeah. Did you play She's this tall. game, by the way? You know I haven't played Resident Evil yeah. games since I, know, I was you don't, 14 and wet you don't, my pants. You don't do the scary. I did not play this yet, but I know that this was a huge title. Everyone has asked me to play this game back when I was doing the streaming thing. Um, yeah. And eventually, maybe I'll get back in the stream, but that's a whole other thing. Anyway. Uh, I think gr- I owe some uh, <laughs> loyal streaming watchers a spooky game. I tried to do one yeah. of those. I don't know if you did one of those things where it's like, an ongoing goal where it's like a really high amount of channel points and mm-hmm. everyone can contribute. Uh, but I did one for a scary game and um, it didn't get fully funded, which means nothing. But um, I feel like I owe that. I feel like I owe that to the masses. Do you remember back when we used to stream? <laughs> I do. And sometimes I miss it, but usually I don't. Same. And that brings us to the news. Tox, take us away. You are a Nintendo specialist. What do you got for us this week? Switch sports fail. Oh. Uh, Switch sports, wildly popular now these days, uh, recently came out a sequel to Wii Sports, the family-friendly, fun-for-everyone game where you could throw your Wiimote through your TV and post it online now comes to the Switch where you can throw your Switch uh, Joy-Con through your TV and post it online which apparently happened no less than like 24 hours after the game went live Um, someone did it on stream no less no less and uh, yeah they they broke their TV uh, how many TVs have you broken playing uh, Wii Sports glitch? Wii Sports back in the day, I broke zero TVs, but I had Ooh. a friend that broke two. One of which, no. <laughs> yeah, one of which was in his house, and I was standing next to him when he did it. You oh, think yeah. you might like He's, one? Oh, his dad you know, was mad. Shame on Wiimote. <laughs> two, shame on you. Yeah, his dad was so mad. <laughs> and it was so it was we i remember this like it was yesterday too because like i was legitimately like i was broken for him and for his dad so we yeah. were playing we bowling and like you remember we bowling fiercely competitive you stand yes. up gotta you, get that spin yeah you got yeah. exactly you got to get the spin and it's got to be right if you tried to sit yeah. down and go from like your the side of your leg no. a lot of times it wouldn't work right you had to you had to stand up. You had to be in it. So kid stands up, standing right next to me. I've got my Wiimote. He's got his Wiimote. He stands up. It's his turn to go. He flings it. There is, I at that moment, I realized he was not wearing his uh, 
the, the little strap. The little strap. Don't have the strap on. It's the first thing it tells you. It, it does. shows you. It Put does. The strap around. Slips yep. out of his hand and hurls directly. Like I'm talking. <laughs> do you know the little the little IR thing on the front? Yeah. It is heading IR first directly towards that TV. <laughs> And it's one of it's a plasma screen talks. Oh, it yeah. hits it. You hear this thunk, and the whole screen just yeah. Oh, it was a terrible You're not noise. Coming back from that. No, no, You're and it not coming back from that. <laughs> it it like spider whip. So it caused like probably a fist size like um. I don't. It it was bad. It was bad. And then it just like spider whipped. And I was like, oh, uh, I guess we're not going to. And it was bad. I was winning. <laughs> I never, I never win at anything. And the worst part was I would have won that round. Yeah, I would have. Perfect score at 300. I don't win card games or board games. I don't win Mario Kart, but I was winning Wii bowling. It's probably the last time I was winning something. And I wasn't able so to finish. Funny. Yeah. Dude broke his TV. Uh, yeah, I can only you? imagine like the, the air in the room just it, like vacuuming out and be like, talks, oh, shoot. Talks like when he let it go, the world actually went in slow motion. Yeah. And How <laughs> long was that like the longest it's, like it's still happening now period of time ever? <laughs> it's, it's still going still on. Going on. <laughs> I could walk back just to that house motion. right now and it's still heading towards the TV. <laughs> Just watching. No. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. Yep. I was lucky not to break any TVs, and I always wore my wrist strap like a good little boy oh, and yeah. played the game safely. Good. Um, I kind of want to play this, but it's one of those things you need people to play with. I might force my wife. Not force. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We have a very healthy relationship. I might <laughs> download this game and be like, hey, honey. Uh, this new game How showed up on my uh, Nintendo Switch. Uh, How about begging? You want to play it? Yeah, we'll get we'll get a little bit of exercise. You know, let's do some exercise. We don't have to leave the the family room. It's great. And can play too. If you add wine to the equation, that I mean, that just makes everything better. Did we you have say you Snoop were Snoop Dogg wine too? There you go, Snoop Dogg wine and Switch Sports. That's a uh, match made in heaven. I'm in. Uh, yeah. so I'm just super happy that the series is back because what a great, it's fun. It's so much fun. And then switch sports, they add some new things relative to Wii sports, uh, soccer and golf. I don't remember if golf was in the other one. Golf's coming soon. Soccer is there. Uh, we were kind of talking earlier about, it. it's kind of funny. They've got like Mario golf, Mario tennis. They announced Mario strikers, the soccer game. Uh, or for 40 bucks, uh, this is another thing too, it's cheaper than like a normal $60 game, 40, 50 bucks, whatever. You can just get them all in switch sports and everyone can play. So classic. That's that baby. Uh, also in the Nintendo news, um, some recent additions to the Nintendo switch online expansion pack, Ooh. which if you recall is the Nintendo switch online, it's like two, three bucks a month or whatever. And you could play Super Nintendo games online, NES games online, emulated on the Switch, a collection of those. And you could just play online games online. You need that to play like competitive online games like Smash Bros or Splatoon or whatever on the Switch. And they added the expansion pack, which gives you 
access to Nintendo 64 games, a small library of those, and a small library of Sega games, and a growing library of DLC content, including uh, Splatoon 2 Octo Expansion, which is the latest addition to that. Ooh. I see that uh, Nintendo keeps hyping Splatoon 3. It's like, pre-order now. I get the pop-up every time I log into my Nintendo Switch. <laughs> yeah. I yeah, uh, <laughs> Is it pre-orderable? I should do yeah, that because I'm is. so hyped. It's Man, there are very few competitive Nintendo games, and Splatoon is one of them, and it's just so much fun. It sounds it's like fun. It's just so happy. It's great. Was there an update to Mario Golf also? Or... Are you uh wait, are they adding yeah, Mario I Golf sixty four to the I think if I read that correctly, I think Mario Golf is entering the N sixty four library, which that's wow. where I first played Mario Golf and yeah. dude, that was off the chain. Yeah. I've actually I've really been considering getting the new Mario Golf game. I played uh Mario Golf on I I might actually even still have it on the 3DS, and I love it. The Mario Golf games, actually, the Mario sports games tend to be really solid, but the golf ones... They're fun. The golf ones are really fun. Yeah. Yeah, Uh, The courses are really great. They've done a great job with them. Um, I agree with you, friend. I've got uh, one last news item here, I think. And... uh, Talks, people are having a lot of fun with that um, Unreal Engine 5 demo that they put up, the Matrix demo. Um, yeah. So somebody recently put Spider-Man in. Um, he's swinging through the city. They actually, what they did is they uh, they took the demo, the they took the city uh, scape and everything like that. They removed like the Matrix portion of it, like the, the storytelling from the Matrix, um, populated it. And then they threw Spider-Man in, and it looks incredible. Um, nice. Not only did they put Spider-Man in, but somebody else has done a they, and and the same thing with the Spider-Man character. They're not calling him Spider-Man. They're also not calling him Superman. So somebody else did Superman, and it's actually the yeah. best-looking non-Superman Superman game uh, that's ever ever come out. Um, this guy created the um, the flow system for the character. And, I mean, basically, he's done all the work for the developers. If they could just create a game with his mastery of the flight mechanics that he did with the Superman character, uh, we would actually finally have a good Superman game. And we've not had a Superman game since Superman 64, which was actually rated as, I think really? it's... It's still rated Dang. as one of the top 10 worst games of all time. I remember being bad. Didn't realize it was that long. Oh, I, yeah. I saw this one too, and uh, I saw the Superman one. I obviously gravitated more towards the Spider-Man one. Yeah, for, both are solid. Yeah. They're cool. And the one of the cool things about the Spider-Man one was that apparently there's a like an open source project, Spider-Man on Unreal, that mm-hmm. this person has been working on for a long time. And or at least sometime and they have like their own, you know, engine, their own system for, uh, like edge detection. So like, you know, in Spider-Man you thwip, you, uh, send out your web shooters and they attach to things and you swing from them. Um, I think which is like a thing. Is the, <laughs> yeah. I think thwip. thwipping is the term. Yeah. Yeah. You thwip, you thwip around and, um, 
you know, you some the, the game has to figure out what you're shooting and what you're connecting to for the physics for you swinging. And like, yeah, this person has a whole way to do that. And it's already in Unreal and they ported to Unreal 5 and they used that Matrix City, like you said. Looks pretty slick. Yeah. Um, so we don't, there aren't that many titles out right now that are using UE5. There's a slew that are supposed to be coming out later this year and I think some got delayed till next year. But UE5 looks sick. I cannot wait to see um the the new games and what they're going to what they're going to use UE5 uh, how they're going to use UE5 um and what those games are going to look like. I mean, the capability with it is incredible and the ease yeah. of use is incredible. So I'm I'm excited. I'm excited for the future of gaming really. It's gonna be good. I can't wait to try it out. That's for I thought, sure. I thought you were gonna say it's gonna be May. It's, it's gonna be May. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Good old in sync and stuff. Yeah. Um. Cool. That's cool, the cool, second cool. time we've mentioned Justin Timberlake in this podcast. Justin, if you listen, if you're a devoted listener, come on the show with us. We'd love to have you. We love you, buddy. I mean, I am surprised we haven't been. T- Mentioning Justin Timberlake more, honestly, because... Exactly. He's such an avid listener. He's an avid listener. <laughs> I mean, maybe. Uh, I don't know that we could say that. <laughs> yeah, no, he probably has never heard of us. What are we talking about? Pro- but uh, maybe he has. But maybe. A <laughs> um, couple things I wanted to uh, drop, if you mm-hmm. will. Uh, yeah. from Drop it like it's I hot. Think, yeah. Snoop Dogg wine. Drop it like it's hot. Uh, a few weeks ago, these were headlines, and I don't think we talked about them, so I just wanted to throw them out there since we got a couple minutes. Uh, Sonic Origins, new 3D Sonic game, comes out on June 23rd on Sonic's 31st birthday. Uh, sorry, let me rephrase. Not a new 3D Sonic game, <laughs> a collection of Sonic, Sonic 2, Sonic 3, Sonic and & Knuckles, and Sonic CD. Mm, very different collection of those classic Sonic games coming out for Sonic's 31st birthday. And, uh, I thought this was kind of interesting because we kind of, we, we already got Sonic mania, which was sort of an unofficial, like classic Sonic game. Um, and this looks very similar. It's like, why did I need this? But it's cool. Sonic's cool. It's coming out. I can't wait to see it. it? I no. <laughs> did <laughs> mentioning these Sonic games, did you ever play did you ever play Sonic CD? I did not so it was I like never a, it was got a 3D a feel game. for the Sonic games, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, Sonic CD was a, a 3D title. Um man, it was it was out a long time ago. Like I want to say I picked up Sonic for a CD. Sega CD, hence the name, right? Uh, you, it was on PC too, also. It's a weird time. Oh, okay. Um, it was a weird time. It was a weird time. I want to say honestly, I think I picked this up with um, Epic Mega Games. It had Epic Mega Games had like 150 games. It was like Jazz Jackrabbit Descent. Yeah. Yeah. Um, fun. I picked up a copy of Epic Mega Games and a copy of Sonic CD, and I was playing that on my Pentium Two back in the day nice man that's <laughs> yeah cool. That's cool. so so i'm happy to see that these are uh 
these are coming back out. I would say that if you can get it by itself, it's definitely worth it. If you're not a big fan of like old, old school side scrollers that are kind of clunky and maybe overly difficult, you can skip the rest. But Sonic CD was pretty fun. Nice. Good wreck. I appreciate that. Uh, yeah, that was the level up noise. Uh, All right. I'll, I'll fix, I'll fix it probably in, Maybe. in post. Uh, I like the yeah. sound effects. The, the oral sound effects are great. That's not, no. Uh, thank you everyone for listening <laughs> to another episode of the boarding XP boost. Uh, thanks for bearing with us for another nighttime edition. If you couldn't tell that's why we're all so jazzed <laughs> uh-huh. and stuff. Um, yeah, thank you for listening. Like, subscribe, all that stuff. We're on Instagram. We post cool pictures of Pokemon t-shirts at <laughs> Morning XP Boost. We're on Facebook. And Instagram posts all our stuff to Facebook, too. So why not like us there? And we're probably on Twitter. I forgot about Sometimes. Twitter. Sometimes we're there. Yeah. yeah. We'll go back to Twitter. So yeah. check us out there, too. In the meantime, um, I hope you, you use your experience wisely. Don't spend it all on strength. Also, increase your intelligence, people. That's important, too. Uh, Glitch, any parting words? Um, uh, huh. You'd think after, this is episode 47. Yeah. We do some things every episode. We say mm-hmm. hello. We yeah. say goodbye. Well, yeah. You'd think that maybe, maybe you would have, uh, Written a little something down for the end of the episode by now. Oh, like uh, we're here for your ear pleasure. <laughs> Goodbye, everybody. This is me pressing the button. <laughs> we're done. <laughs> My button broke. Oh, your button's broke. All right, I am. I'm gonna press the stop button. <laughs> oh.